This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You're listening to BetQL Daily, presented by FanDuel Sportsbook, with Joe Ostrowski, Joe Giglio, and Aaron Hawksworth from BetQL. Welcome back. BetQL Daily presented, as always, by FanDuel Sportsbook. Joe O, Joe G, Aaron Hawksworth with you on a Tuesday. Coming up in 20 minutes, Ryan McDonough, our Odyssey NBA insider. On the latest trade talks, we're about nine days away from the NBA trade deadline. New story out today about Ben Simmons and nonsense in Philadelphia that continues to be the biggest story in the NBA leading to the deadline. So a lot to talk about with Ryan coming up tonight's games in the MVP market and uh, lightning bets in about 40 minutes. Right now, though, it is to p- time to play some nickel or dime with Jake Hassan. Jake? Hello. Hey, Jake. How you doing? I'm great. Hi. There he is. Jake Hassan. This ought to one be of good. The all- this ought to be good. <laughs> one of the all-time heel turns. I see on the Twitter, Bears Nation pod is there. And after this guy, who is negative about every single Bears head coach, Bears head coach uh, GM report that's been out there for weeks, every time they talk to someone, he was mad about it, talk to someone for the second time, he's upset. He's all Mr. Positive, Mr. Sunshine on Bears Nation. I don't know about that. I mean, the 10 minutes I saw you were. Yeah, that, okay, that explains a lot. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Like over the top. No, so, no, we we reeled it in. I I used the term cautiously, very cautiously optimistic many times. Did you enjoy that press conference? It was fine. Like I, I said this, the only way they could have messed that up was if they had like dragged the body of like a Bears legend up there and weakened it, burned it. Like that's what they would have had to do. It would have been impossible for them to screw that up. Like was it corny? Yes, absolutely. Oh my! It was God. very yeah. cheesy. It was very corny. But I'll take that over what we got from George McCaskey three weeks ago. Oh, yeah. Uh, Joe G, some people uh, were reminded of Nick Sirianni one year ago. After a little Harry High yesterday. School, a little Harry High School from the coach. A, whole, a little bit. A lot of. The touch. You know what? <laughs> so here's the thing. As long as the players like him and buy into that, that's all that really matters, right? Like, he's going to probably come up as a goofball in these press conferences. If they start off two and five, people like us oh. will say he should be fired after one season. Pile on, yes. Right, like, that's that's what happens. But as long as – and the players seem to like Sirianni. Maybe they will feel the same about – so quickly before we start this, who's the town more positive on, the GM or the coach? GM. GM? Yeah, probably the GM. Okay. Uh, there's no doubt. Well, Michael Lombardi was on the show and said the Colts defense is going to get better next year without Eberflus. Right. People did not like that on Twitter. <laughs> People generally don't like your Bears takes on Twitter, though, Joe. It was a quote. It was literally a quote. <laughs> <laughs> Not being a hater, Joe. Leave the Bears alone. Hater. I've never. I, I, well, don't, jo- I don't understand. Speaking people of people that are supposedly adults that use the word hater all the time. 
can't because they're not adults. They're not. They're children. Well, Joe, did you see a certain Bears blogger tweeting yesterday that he was surprised that there was no applause when they introduced the head coach and the GM? No. Yes. No. Who would applaud? Who would applaud? Okay. I couldn't so, believe so the reason, that. And, and so he the said, reason and this he said was even brought up. And he said, I've never seen he, a press conference where there hasn't been applause. Dude, what press conferences what? have you been watching ever? You've never, never seen a press conference in top three market or top ten. Like, that's insane. Well, okay, that was even mentioned probably because Eberflus walked out and he stopped and he said, oh, no applause? Yeah, this ain't Indianapolis, buddy. No, you're not getting applause. Extreme Jeb Bush. Is it unethical to applause as a journalist? Yes, absolutely it is. You're not in the SEC. The last time we watched you coach, dude, you lost the Jaguars. (laughs) I'm not applauding anybody. You You don't get applauded. Right, Joe. Could you imagine when they announced Sirianni last year? Honestly, if you're the reporter clapping, you're booted out of the room, and no one else respects you. It's just not something you do right. ethically. Right. You could lose your credential. The only yeah. time I've seen, I feel like maybe is when a legend retires. They give a speech, Fine. like you can see it because sure. there's some ex-players there, coaches, like whatever. Like, but we're talking yeah. about any, an any freshman journalism major could tell you that nobody's applauding at a press conference. Who said that? Who who tweeted that? I uh, missed it. I'll I'll send it to you. You <laughs> you on, won't be right. surprised. Next all thing right. we know, all there's right. clapping in the press box too. Like, come on. Yeah, right. no. Yeah, it was Everyone wild. Just take a deep breath. Matt Eberflus. Wow. I'm out on Eberflus. I'm out. <laughs> he's, he's out because of the applause thing. I'm That's out. it. It's totally out. All right, let's play a little nickel or dive here. What do we have today? All right, first you hear question. about the t-shirts he's going to hand out to the defensive players. Oh, man, it's going to be great. Team Eberflus. Team Flus. Anyway, first question. Would you rather go nickel on OBJ Super Bowl MVP 25 to 1 or the dime on Burrow at plus 230? Dime on Burrow. I, I just feel like Cup's going to lead them in receiving. And for as good as Beckham has been, has he broken one? Doesn't he like consistently get those 15 yarders, 20 yarders? Um, he gets touchdowns, which certainly could help his case. He's been good in the red zone, but is he going to lead them in receiving? I'd be surprised. It feels like mm-hmm. he's the underneath guy, cups, cups, the everything guy. I, I, I have to go Burrow here. I'm going Burrow as well. I could see it maybe being OBJ, just been a great story this season, but I'm not putting my money there. I like Joe Burrow, he's the quarterback. Not 100% convinced the Bengals will win, but I like the value. Let's do it. I can't see OBJ in any way. I can't. So if if it's the Rams, it's probably Cup or Stafford. The other thing with the OBJ, like we've talked about the turnaround and how, okay, it wasn't Cleveland. These voters, are they in on him? Do they like Beckham? I'm not quite sure. You have to, we always talk about in these award markets that you have to handicap the voters as well. I just see he'd have to go at least two touchdowns in over a hundred yards. Right. And that would be very challenging. And okay. You're the underdog. If you're on the Cincinnati side, it's four, four and a half right now, but Burrow has a chance to win this one. And if the Bengals win, it's going to Burrow. So I'd go Burrow as well. Dime. All right. Next one. Would you rather go nickel on McPherson, our King to kick a walk-off game winning field goal at the end of regulation, (laughs) 10 to one. Or the dime on Jamar Chase and Cooper Cup to combine for 200-plus receiving yards at plus 115. I'm going to go the nickel because it's just so much fun, and all of this has ended that way anyway. 
and I think this is going to be a close game, so I wouldn't be surprised at all if the Bengals were down, I don't know, 2-1, and he they get the ball back, and Burrow brings it down, and, and McPherson makes the kick. Like, is, is there going to be a doubt in anyone's mind if he takes the field at the end of the game, needing a field goal that he's going to make it? Like, that's just what he's done so far. I'll, I'll put the nickel on McPherson. I think it's an awesome story. Gosh, I agree, and I already bet the other one. (laughs) This morning, I already um, did Jamar Chase and Cooper Cup to combine for 200-plus receiving yards. So, But I love Evan McPherson. This is fun. Maybe I'll do them both. McPherson's awesome, but you're asking for a lot. The bet says (laughs) end of regulation, right? It's not even overtime or to end the game. It's the end of regulation, and I'm only getting 10 to 1. I can't, I can't do that. I would, I'd go chase and cup, even though I'm expecting a lower scoring game at 200 plus receiving yards. And you know, one of them could go 50, 60, and you could still go over this number of 200. Who, who added this note here that they already bet it? Me. Aaron. Well, oh, that was you. I... Okay. I wasn't sure if that was Paul. That's why I was asking. Oh, did I accidentally type this in our thing? <laughs> yeah, you said I liked all your answers in ahead of yes. time. Whoops. Oh. I thought I was in my own personal oh. rundown. I just realized that was in the I thought, group one. I thought that was Paul it's Paul letting us know that he bet it. Okay. We gotta start check we gotta start checking this every Who day because now that we know Aaron has a personal rundown, she might mistake. Like she probably like types in like boy, Joe O is really annoying today. Enough of Paul's crap with these morning calls. Like we gotta look to see this rundown every day to see these notes that are accidentally in yeah, there. That's the one I want. Well now we're gonna have to wait a little while because say, she's not gonna do it of- immediately. Now she's going to be really careful about not and, doing it for the next couple of days. Right. The amount of times the rundown, I wake up to a rundown that has disappeared. It's been a, it's, it's a little startling sometimes. Like, Aaron, what has happened? Go to your computer, press undo like three times, please. <laughs> oh my Google Docs has like the versions you can go back to. So yeah, especially I, oh, right now, like P- Paul's got a lot of going on, doing the Olympic stuff. I'm like, like half asleep trying handle, to like copy stuff. <laughs> a disappearing Sorry, rundown would just destroy Paul. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> yeah, please, please. I I came in here because I get here to pull the cuts and stuff, and there was just nothing there. And I texted Paul. I was like, "Is there a new rundown that has just been made that I'm not including?" He goes. No, I think Aaron deleted it. Give me one second. <laughs> Why did you guys text me? I didn't even know about this. I'm so sorry. Anyway, anyone else got any roasts of Aaron Hawksworth the they Hawk want to throw out there? Strikes again. <laughs> I didn't know yeah. it happened that often. I was like, I don't want to talk about this today. I'll just delete it out of there. Yeah, that's a good idea, actually. <laughs> Okay, next question. Would you rather go a nickel on the Bengals D first touchdown at 30 to 1 or on Joe O's guy, My Skoronic, at 26 to 1? My oh my Skoronic. god. My Skoronic. Can you what? sing My Skoronic for us? Wasn't the wasn't the first Stafford interception in the end zone? Wasn't the pass to Skoronic on Sunday? What he dropped. Yeah. Right, but but the the, the oh, attempt the first was pass. The interception and the end zone early in the game. I think okay. he was he was targeting oh. Skaronic. The intent so was there. Is, the yeah, play right. is there. The play is there. The confidence, maybe not so much after the drop. <laughs> I feel like McVeigh has got the Skaronic prop locked in already, and we're getting this in Super Bowl Sunday. I'll go Skaronic. 
Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Defensive touchdowns are just so fun. And plus three, it's, yeah, plus 3,000, I'll do it. I'm doing Bengals defensive first touchdown. You're supposed to say that's more fun and better value. That's a <laughs> I believe, I believe your exact quote was, "I will." Go, you were supposed to say, "I will go Bengals D first touchdown." That's just more fun and better value. Stick after to the lines what we there. Saw, after what we saw on Sunday, Stafford's not. If I see Skronik zero to nine yards, I'm going to bet on that. If I can see that prop, I don't know if anybody's going to post that, so I can't. I can't go Skronik. I'll go Bengals D. Uh, 30 to one. Am I really going to bet it? No, it's more fun and better. (laughs) Inside the brain, inside the brain of Aaron Hawksworth, (laughs) we're seeing Aaron's thought process. I don't see Skoronic props, by the way. I don't see any alternate lines on Skoronic. Need him. He doesn't have any touchdowns this year, right? <laughs> no, we looked this up last week when we the were best saving the best for last Super Bowl. I swear, if he's the MVP, it's going to happen. Just... All right, next I one. I put like a dollar on him to be the Super Bowl MVP. <laughs> The victory lap you could take on that would be unbelievable, though. Even if it was just a dollar. That victory lap would be unreal. (laughs) Nobody would know. What the hell are you talking about? (laughs) All right. Nickel on the Cavs to win the East, 27 to 1, or a dime on the Nets money line versus the Suns, plus 265. It feels like a lot for a regular season game. Just doing the money line on a regular season game. Nets over Suns. Uh, Let's go with the Cavs. Nickel on the Cavs. I know Aaron bet this already. The East is good. It's much better than it has been in years, but I don't I don't have the team. I feel like it's definitely going to be there at the end. I mean, the Nets should be if they're all healthy, but they're a weird team. Uh, sure, let's go with the Cavs. Nickel on the Cavs. I mean, I already bet it. I'm on the Cavs. I got them to win the East and the championship. But, I mean, there's really not a lock. You don't know what's going to happen with the Nets. Um, they're the favorites. It's it's pretty open, and the value's still there for the Cavs. I think I got it at 33 to one now it's 27 to one one dollar on my skaronic wins you 300 he's 300 to one one dollar lock it in i'm in i'm in yeah that's that's in done (laughs) lightning bets um okay let's see we've got durant out joe harris out aldridge out Millsap out (laughs) it's a road game so we get uh Kyrie. uh sure sure i'll i'll go there that's some decent value. Plus 265. We know Aiton and Crowder are both out for the Suns. So, yeah, you look at it like, oh, Brooklyn Phoenix is going to be a lot of fun. Eh, it's all right. Nobody's playing. Of, yeah, <laughs> not, pretty much. All right, last question. Would you rather go the nickel on Alabama 45-1 to one to win the Natty or a dime on Kentucky 11-1? Alabama has some really good wins this year. We've talked about that. Um but Kentucky's playing good basketball right now. I, I would go Kentucky. I'll put the dime on Kentucky to win the whole thing. 
Why not? I'll go Alabama. They've beat some really good teams, but they've also lost to some bad teams. I don't know what I'm going to get, but at plus 4,500, I'll take a flyer on it. Alabama could make a run or go out in the first round. That, that, they, they feel like that team. Like they could be a three or four, whatever they're going to be, and they'll lose to the uh, a seed they shouldn't lose to, or they make a run to the final four. Bama's defense is the problem. They when they lose to Georgia most recently. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Georgia's not a top 200 Ken Palm team. So, um, yeah, Bama could make a run, but the defense is going to be a problem down the road. So I can't I can't go with them. I, I Between the uh, two options here, I'd have to go Kentucky Dine. It's because the right answer All isn't right. even listed. Because who? What's the right answer? Right in, yeah, oh. obviously. Yeah. 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 No. Wisconsin tomorrow. It's going to be great. 22 to 1, Illinois to win the whole thing. There you go. If you, Just if saying. you could bet it, what, is that a good, you like that number? 22 to 1? Feels pretty good. Yeah, I mean, I go, they're at the top of the Big Ten. Yeah, I know. 22 to 1, Illinois to win you the whole thing. You bet them to win the Big Ten, right? What all? What Illinois futures do you have, Jake? Uh, none, because I'm not allowed to in the state of Illinois. Oh, yeah. That's Can't they, do it. They are really close to a four-game losing streak. Just saying. Uh, here's the bucket of water. Two wins nice are really water close. On, on Illinois. Really there close. it is. Yeah, whatever, dude. <laughs> Coming up next, Ryan McDonough, Odyssey NBA Insider. Coming up next, right here on the Beck UL Network. <laughs> 